You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond, to the clubhouse, to the front office, this is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Well, good morning and welcome to our final home edition of Inside Twins here as the Twins wrap up their home schedule today versus the Kansas City Royals trying to chip away at a magic number of four. It is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. It's made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created, legends are are made. Derek Falvey is kind enough to join us here in studio. And Derek, you win about 10 more division titles in a row, a couple World Series. You too will be a legend. You can have your own root beer brand. What do you think? I'm just worried about winning today. Winning today. And, <laughs> and that, that, in a nutshell, is kind of what we're going to talk about today because there are bigger questions that people want definitive answers to, uh, whether it's you, whether it's Rocco, whether it's the players. But the fact of the matter is that you can't get ahead of yourself, even though your whole job is always being ahead of yourself. Yeah, that's a, a good point. I, I, my job is to always keep an eye on what is coming down the pike here in, in the future, not just um, at the end of this season, but the offseason, subsequent years ahead. Uh, and I know that's a big part of my job. At the same time, you only can control what is in front of you that day. And I think if we put our, our best foot forward every day in the front office, what we do in development, what we're doing in scouting, and then ultimately on the field here at the major league level, that's our focus. We hook you up to the electroshock, and if you lie, you get buzzed. Uh, are you watching the Cleveland games out of oh, one eye? You're watching every other <laughs> team that's <laughs> playing. You know, it, the the way the American League is playing out right now, obviously with Houston and New York clinching and kind of but also their neck spots. and neck in terms of the seeding. Yeah, yeah, no doubt they're the ones that could relax a little bit at least. You know, in terms of where they are, everyone else is in you know, a dogfight here. So I, I think that that's going to be that's going to continue really probably right until the last weekend. I think what's fun about the dogfight in the American League, Derek, is that the teams are playing their best baseball. I mean, yeah. there Oakland is on fire. Yep. Tampa Bay is. Another walk-off last night in extra innings. Cleveland has played like their hair is on fire for about two months. So it makes it better than teams kind of stumbling and falling over and waiting for someone else to lose. No doubt. I mean, you face adversity this time of year. Guys are dealing with injuries or challenges or whatever. And I think right now um, every team is trying to put their best foot forward every night, and you're seeing some of those teams do that. And I know because of your relationships there that you're not surprised at all the way Tito's guys are fighting. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, they've th- certainly every year you go through it, and I just said it, you know, we've had, we've had our fair share of injuries and some, guys, some setbacks, things like that, as have they. Uh, I believe this in baseball. I learned this a long time ago. No one feels sorry for you. Right, everyone else has their own sets of issues, and I think that at the end of the day, what they're doing in Cleveland, I'm not surprised by. They're going to fight right to the finish, and we need to try and hold them off. You know what? You mentioned the injury thing. Obviously, big injuries here. Losing Byron is is massive, among others. Um, you talk about Cleveland and, and the guys, the quality of the players they lost, but we forget the Yankees played with a Triple A roster essentially for the first two months of the season. At one point, the Astros didn't have any starting infielders except for Alex Bregman for the better part of a month, two months. At the end of the day, when you play 162 games, it is a war of attrition, and you have to weather those storms, whether they come in March, 
or April or May or September. Yeah, the, you talked at the outset of this, my job to kind of keep an eye on the future. A lot of that's around depth, making sure that we have uh, appropriate depth. Everyone always looks at the front end of a uh, season and says, okay, here's your 25-man roster, let's go. And it's like, well, you know you're not going to use 25. You're going to use quite a few more. I remember when we signed Marwin Gonzalez, there was a lot of conversation, where is he going to play? And I, I think Marwin's <laughs> played everywhere and, and done it for us. I think that's just the way those things play out over the course of a season. Let's talk a little bit about not just Marwin, but he comes off the injured list, or not the list because he didn't need to yeah. here in September. But there's some banged-up players you're dealing with right now. Now, uh, the magic number is four. Nothing is set in stone. But at the same point, you need to know who you're going to be able to play with in the postseason. And thinking about that roster is something I'm guessing 23 and a half of your 24 hours a day, there's probably something going on in your brain about that. Uh, what do you need and what timeline do you need to see guys like Kepler Adrianza to know what their potential availability can be. Well, in, in both of those guys' cases, they're they're doing baseball activities, so that helps us. We understand some Such things a great around phrase, right? baseball activities, <laughs> right. spitting sunflower seeds. <laughs> right, exactly. A <laughs> little more than that, but they're you know they're in the cage, they're moving around. Adrianza took a full infield yesterday and looked good. Uh, Max Kepler's taken ca- batting practice in the batting cages where it's a little more controlled than a full-on environment on the field. Uh, ran in the game last night and you know pinch ran in that game. So I, I think that. Each of those guys are progressing. The key for us is really going to be all the way down to the end. I remember back in 2017 uh, when Miguel Sano had an issue with his shin, and we were trying to see how it progressed. We went all the way down to the, the day of the workout in the yeah, wild card in New game York. to yeah, figure out whether or not. Is, would he be there? Would he not be 100%. There? So do I think that could happen again with some of our players? Certainly. And, and we'll just we'll try and get our guys as healthy as possible. At the outset of the conversation about playoff rosters, can you define for people exactly what your parameters are how many guys, what would allow you to move people in and out, and the ability to float that roster from series to series? Yeah, so the, the way the rules work uh, is that you set your uh, roster before every series. So that's inclusive of the wild card game, the single game. You set a 25-man roster for that night, uh, and then you can reset that for a division series, reset it again for a league championship series, and you know hopefully you're resetting it again for a World Series. So uh, you can make adjustments if you need to. Obviously, the length of series is different as you go along, a five-game series in the division series and then seven games after that so I you know every one of those pieces of the equation comes into play uh, in terms of how many pitchers you carry how many position players what your lineup's going to look like uh, it, do you have subs off the bench or are you thinking about platoons and those situations I think by and large our position player club that's when it's fully healthy we know what that is for the most part the key for us is trying to figure out some of our, our young pitching and making sure that we are lining up as best we can uh, if, we're, if we're fortunate to get there the best possible pitching and how deep we go on that side of things we're definitely going to get back to the pitching Derek but you mentioned uh, the roster con- restrictions if someone gets hurt during a series can you replace them on the 25 during the course of that series due to injury uh, and as a result can you carry with essentially a taxi squad with you to keep guys fresh yeah so typically what teams will do is they will carry extra players for that exact reason Chris uh, you'll you'll have if a player were to get injured in a series you can replace that player with another player uh, can be any position and but here's the kicker to that is that if you replace that player the one you've replaced for so the one who went on the injured list essentially is not eligible for the subsequent series so they're essentially giving you 10 days exactly it's, it's kind of, exactly that's yeah, kind of a way to look yeah. at it that's a good way to put it so you don't get that player in the next series ultimately 
you talked about the pitching and you mentioned the young pitching and there's so much to like and we've seen so many uh, neat things from a lot of these young guys. Uh, we saw Alcala make his debut last night. Let's talk about the old pitching because Cal Gibson is battling to maintain his weight, his strength. He's dealing with some 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 GI issues still with the, with the colitis. Martin Perez is dealing with a hard to get through the order a second time uh, issue uh, where the numbers are very, very stark. So it's not just young pitchers you got to look at. No. It's old pitchers as well. It almost, for me, feels like Cleveland, where you only ended up with two starters standing by the time you got to the World Series. Yeah, I think, you know, you go into a playoff series, um, you're hoping to with as many healthy players as possible. And, and certainly on the pitching side, you're going teams can be creative. I think back to what Milwaukee did last year through their playoff run, getting all the way to Game 7 of the NLCS, and how they kind of mixed and matched from a pitching standpoint. I heard Aaron Boone the other day talking about the mm -hmm. Yankees and the potential that they'll have one starter and then everybody else available after that. I think you're seeing more of that in baseball. That's been true for a while. I know there's a lot of talk about bullpenning and, and openers and things like that, but realistically in, in a short series, you're using some of your best arms as much as possible in those games, uh, and I, I would anticipate no different going forward. Uh, you can go back to your Drysdale coming out of the pen in a World Series game. I mean, exactly. it's not so when you get to an elimination situation, you're going to use your best guys. Uh, no matter what that that situation calls. Yeah, so. Ma I, I think of Madison Bumgarner a few years yeah, ago having a legendary performance. You know, in Game Seven of World Series, I think two days after he had started. Now, one of the big issues there, though, is it's all good and well, and we could match up and plan it out the best you can. But rest and recovery are huge because if let's say you have a traditional starter and they go six in Game One, you're still using maybe three of your best arms out of the pen in a tight contest, and now you want to use six, seven guys the next day. Suddenly you need a lot of healthy pitchers because you only get that one off day. Yeah, and I, I think that's what's unique about it. Uh, you know, in the first go-round is you have, uh, if you're in a division series, you have two games consecutively, but then you have an off day. You know, the, the benefits of the off days are real in those, uh, just having been through it uh, during my previous tenure in Cleveland, seeing that and how you could play that out. Uh, I think that's, guys are, the adrenaline's pumping. You know, you're in a different mode at that part of the year. Uh, and I think that, uh, I think that guys will be ready to respond. Yeah, and all that, I think is a culmination of what's been happening since spring training, right? In terms of rest, recovery, the workouts, the planned workouts, how guys are treating their bodies is built up for that. Yeah, I, that's the idea, right? It's about the long term, not just that night. So I think that you're certainly going to be focused on winning in that moment, but sometimes you, you lose some battles to try and win the war, you know, that, that concept. And I think that there have been times where we've rested guys just to make sure that they're in a better place over the longer term. Hopefully we're going to put ourselves in a position where this last week at least we're, we're charging with a good, uh, good healthy group. And it's such a funny dichotomy in this game because you build for the long haul, but starting basically now – you're not building for a long haul. You're building for a very short haul. Yes, no <laughs> so, so you have to downshift really, really quickly. It's like those runaway truck ramps. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need to focus on everything that's happening today uh, and then just move on to the next day. As you get close to the end, you can feel that. So I think every team's out there doing the same. All right. Derek Shelton is our guest. Our show is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. The Twins open to make a legendary run deep into October here in 2019. A lot of fascinating topics to cover with Derek, and we'll do that when we continue on your Home for Twins Baseball. Kids grow out of calling mom, mommy. They grow out of sleeping with a blankie. They grow out of eating stuff off the floor. They grow out of race car-shaped beds. They grow out of having invisible friends, hopefully. But a kid never grows out of baseball. They grow old with it. The joy, the lessons, and the memories stick with them like pine tar. 
Give your kid the lifelong gift of baseball. Learn more at twinscommunityfund.org. The Twins Community Fund, getting more kids in the game. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. Excuse me, I know you have a 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me, get granular, keep me in the pipeline. But nada, nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Baseball's better when it's a family affair. Bring the whole family to Target Field. Enjoy a game in the Cup Family section. Presented by Fox Sports North. It includes a free swaggered hot dog and Pepsi. Visit twinsbaseball.com for more information. Welcome back. It's Inside Twins. Brought to you by Kilber Root Beer. Made in Minnesota. How memories are created. Legends are made. If you ever wonder what... Gino's karaoke list looks like on his cruise vacations. Just listen to our bumper music on Inside Twins, and I think you get a pretty good idea. Final home game of the year, Derek Falvey. Uh, over 2 million people have trotted through the gates here. We've seen all sorts of balls flying out, records falling uh, across uh, across the board uh, offensively, pitching-wise. A new record for strikeouts has been established. A festive time here, a full ballpark. I know you don't take it for granted because that's not the case everywhere around Major League Baseball, even with really good teams. No doubt, and we don't take any of it for granted. I mean, our, our guys, they love the facility here we have at Target Field. They love uh, the environment we create, the fans coming in and supporting them and, and cheering in those big moments. Like It gives those guys that extra boost. We talked in the last segment about how uh, you're managing rest, recovery, and energy. That little extra in, inside this ballpark can, can be a difference maker for players, and, and uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have uh, the fans that we have and the support we had this year. Have you had a target field moment, if you will, this season? Has there been one or two moments that stand out to you, or do they kind of blur? You know, it's it's those big uh, big moments, end of games, that always kind of stand out. Uh, and some of them are uh, in the moments of, you know, whether it's Miguel's walk-off, you know, at a moment when everyone kind of erupts and you can feel this place rocking a little bit. You know, those are, those are big moments for a team, uh, a character-building moment for a club to come back. I mean, the most recent one when we came back a couple of times there to ultimately finish off that game when we were down twice in extra innings. And that's those are things that – uh, really stand out for me here. Charging you with recency bias on that. Yeah, that, that's for go sure. Right into your own yeah, trap. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, it is the time of year, uh, and this is a topic we've talked about before, where you're focused on trying to accomplish something really special with this group, but because you are in charge and have to be cognizant of what's coming down the road, you know full well that your organization, the better you do, is going to get pillaged. Your people are going to be in high demand. And with the first manager being turned loose in San Diego the other day, you've got, I believe, multiple big league managers sitting in your dugout. You know that. You hire people 
because of that, because you know they're going to be in demand. Uh, but at what point is there the professional courtesy where they don't start calling you on <laughs> your people until you're done playing? Yeah, I think that's that's probably true across baseball. That that well, part you were of that the professional guy. courtesy. Yes, no question. And I think that um, obviously we handle all of those things responsibly, responsibly and respectfully with the employee and 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 how they serve the team. But here's what I would say to that: you know, I believe that we're going to hire, we're going to try and hire the best of the best in so many different spaces. Then we're going to develop them and grow them as best as we can across the board. And sometimes there are going to be opportunities elsewhere that may not exist here for them, right? Whether it's that that manager's job mm -hmm. or you know to lead a baseball operation or something like Which that. Which means along you're the doing way. something right. Uh, yes, and I view it that way. I, I think uh, w we always want to retain all our people, and we want people to want to be here. And a lot of people do want to be here. But if that perfect opportunity presents for somebody, I would be proud that we've created an environment that's helped them grow and, and potentially achieve a goal. Yeah, and having been that guy, I mean, you're in yep. the midst of a dream run with Cleveland where you've spent your entire career and you get this opportunity in the timing is such that it's in the middle of that run. Boy, that's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> I haven't gone through it personally. I, I, I could I could probably help some people if, should that happen again in the future and uh, just in terms of advice. But I would say this, that, you know, my view back then was I was only leaving for an opportunity where I felt like it was a great environment, great organization, great ownership, great leadership. I feel I couldn't feel that more here in Minnesota. And, you know, knowing that that um, that people feel that way about us now, that's really you know, that that's a great thing, because I think we're continuing to build a, a and, and sustain a quality organization organization developing quality people if we do that and invest in that uh, hopefully we'll see more of the continued success on the field when you look at what you've been able to accomplish this year and the steps that you have taken in terms of the infrastructure in the minor leagues that have allowed for things like the Randy Dobnak story and have allowed for things like Cody Stashak to come up and get giant outs for you for Lamont Wade to come up and deliver big hits for you and we talked about the depth I know you're not where you want to be yet you've seen steps what's the next step for the not just the 2019 Twins here in Minnesota, but for the organization to ensure further depth and continued what your term from the beginning, sustainable success. Yeah, I, th I think what you just mentioned, a few of those stories, that's what I'm most proud of as a group, that, that we've been able to put a kid like Randy Dobnak in a situation where he grew, got better, improved, and now is making a major impact here at the major league level. Like that to me is what this is all about. I would say that there, uh, one thing for me is there is no finish line. Like there is no end when you know you've achieved it in terms of your organizational structure. Uh, we're trying to create an environment that's constantly learning and growing and developing and adapting because the 29 other clubs are trying to do the same thing. And if we don't stay ahead of that and continue to invest in our process, to get to sustainability, it's to constantly evolve. And I keep pushing the finish line out. Some of the people who work for me probably <laughs> wonder if we could just get a little closer to it, but that's part of it. And, and it, it's not static, right? You don't just have a plan and you're going to put blinders on it and bull forward. You're reassessing as you go and it becomes a malleable process. Are there, are there things that surprise you this year about your process that cause you to rethink them? Yeah, I, every year. I think, you know, I, I would go back every single year and talk about, you know, the best way to growth is through struggle and acknowledging, you know, the challenges and it's good decisions, bad decisions, the whole bit. And so I, I think we have to always challenge ourselves to go back and say, what would we have done differently if we could do this all over again? That's the only way to learn. Some people shy away from that conversation. They don't want to talk about the failures. Like, Embrace the failure, learn from it, learn from the challenges, and keep moving forward. I, that's what we constantly challenging our, our players to do. We should be doing the same. 
Uh, have you purchased a wedding gift for the Dominics? <laughs> I have not yet. I have not the yet. The registry's going to be empty, <laughs> so you might say, be in, yeah. a, in, a, in a world of trouble. Have you seen a situation like, like this one pop up? You know, I did. I, I can give you one kind of quick story of this. Ryan Merritt was a young left-handed oh. pitcher for the Cleveland Indians yes. who pitched an ALCS game in Toronto and won it. It was a big deal. He was about to get married that offseason. To a Minnesota girl. Yeah, and uh, and Ryan got quite a few gifts from a lot of fans of the, of the, organiza- uh, of the team because of how well he pitched. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, it was a great story. Wrong with that. Great and the Dobnax, uh, for those who are, are interesting, have, have taken this in a great direction with donations now to St. Jude's Children's very Hospital, cool. which is a very, very cool thing. We will take another break here, and we've got one final segment here with Derek Falvey. We'll talk about today. We'll talk about the schedule for the coming week and how things unfold. It is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. It's made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. Back after this, I'm your home for Twins Baseball. I can't believe he found them. He seems sorry. We very clearly told him not to look up there. I'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it. Right? What, did he balance on that big chair? Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year. I really thought we had hidden them well. If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Family Fire. Twinsbaseball.com for more information. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah. I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Without baseball, summer just wouldn't sound right. The Twins Community Fund, getting more kids in the game. Learn more at TwinsCommunityFund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killer Root Beer. It's made in Minnesota, how memories are created, legends are made. Uh, jumping off here in the last segment, Derek Falvey, our guest, uh, Twin CBO. Uh, Taylor Rogers' postgame last night had a, had a funny crack uh, as he addressed the media. Obviously, it didn't go well for him, and, and he said, well, I haven't done this in a while. That's good news. And then he said, side note, did any of you guys hear that we set a new strikeout record? We were talking it's the quietest record ever. Now, we were on it on the air, and we, we tweeted about it here. This team has more strikeouts as a pitching staff than any Twins team has ever accomplished. And it just disappeared into the ether in this day and age of strikeouts. Now, I know strikeouts are up or top uh, across the board, more 200 strikeout guys than ever before. That's still not a small thing. No doubt. Hey, hey you only control the current environment you're in, right? Our, our guys go out and they and they, they put their best effort forward every night. I think what Wes Johnson and Jeremy Hafner, our advanced team, what everyone's done this year is try to maximize every player's individual skills. And at the end of the day, if that leads to more swing and miss from batters, like that's a good outcome for, for our pitchers. And I'm really proud of what they've collectively accomplished, and I think it should be celebrated. We noted last night, first Twins club ever to have three relievers with 75 or more strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, it's never happened. It's been great. Our bullpen's been a great you know, strength of our team in the last couple of months. And I think, you know, early on in the year, you're always looking at how do you how do you how do you put your bullpen together? It's probably one of the most challenging aspects of the job and certainly one of the most challenging aspects from a manager's seat. But I, I do think when you look across baseball, ERAs were up early. There were some challenges in that in that group. Our group collectively has pitched really well on the year, pitched really well of late. So I think that uh, I'm really proud of what they've accomplished. Hoping for a celebration this week in Detroit, preferably get it done early in terms of clinching the first division title since 2010. People will say, well, why do you get so excited, you know, at every level? And I try to explain that when you start after a task in February and you finally reach it almost in October, it's worth celebrating. Uh, you've been a part of a lot of different celebrations at different levels. Is there a difference between doing it on the field, uh, having another team lose, waiting it out? Is there a difference in any of the scenarios? Yeah, you know, I've been, I've actually been in each of those, I think, and I've watched other teams. Either way, you know, what if guys get to a place where they can accomplish something as a team, as a unit, like you've said, I, I think you want to enjoy the journey along the way. You know, ultimately, there's an ultimate prize everyone's shooting for. At the same time, never forget what got you there, and however you get there, I think is it doesn't matter as much as because all the work that went into it, guys are reflecting, thinking back to spring training and off-season planning and things like that. So you're hoping you get to that place, and uh, I'd, I'd be excited if we ultimately get there. Would you be a guy who would be in the middle of it in the clubhouse? Or are you like, that's theirs, let the players do their thing, I'm going to be off in the side room by myself? Wait, wait, where did Derek Falvey fall on that? I, I like just watching from a distance, right? Like, you know, be around it and enjoy it. And, you know, um, and hopefully there's a, that I'm looking forward to the potential for that opportunity because I've been in those rooms before and I just know how special it is for the guys that have accomplished so much and have worked so hard. And, you know, this is the game's about the players and what happens on the field and what we celebrate out there. And at the end of the day, I want I want for them the chance to celebrate. And it. you and that will be with the club mm -hmm. all week? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll certainly have uh, some people there and hopefully in Detroit and then uh, Kansas the city along the way to help with like we normally do we travel pretty often so uh you know be around the team and, and help along the a way. question that you will not answer but i'm going to ask it anyway <laughs> do you have a preference new york or houston now I, I you know my view is our job is to prepare ourselves against any opponent we have the rest of the way um and i would tell you that i think our guys if they put their best foot forward uh we we've we've accomplished a lot this year our guys have done a good job i think they can compete with anybody you look at all the teams in the mix the three fighting for the wild card the three at the top of their divisions the Twins against those teams, 
phenomenal series all year long. Yeah, and I, I think probably the way you look at it from their standpoint too, right? These are the best of the best should be playing each other, and and certainly when you get to a team that's gotten the you know mid nineties now wins and you're you're higher, it's you give yourself a chance. Great stuff with Derek Falvey. This is Inside Twins. We've got the pregame lineup card coming up next on your home for Twins baseball. been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Adventure awaits at the all-new Dragon's Fire Aerial Act, Falconer, and the Vikings Invasion Encampment. The Minnesota Renaissance Festival, weekends now through September 29th. Discount tickets at Speedway, Cobb, Menards, Coburn's, Cashwise, and RenaissanceFest.com. In the history of Twins baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Thanks to U.S. Bank, your banking is done in a few clicks, so you have time to get more done. Like, wake up, stretch, go to meetings, go to the gym, convince yourself you like the gym. It's fun. I really like it. A U.S. Bank checking account with online and mobile access allows banking to fit in your life. Call 800-720-BANK. Visit a branch or go to usbank.com slash checking. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. See a banker or visit usbank.com slash checking for more information. The U.S. Bank mobile app is free to download. Your mobile carrier may charge access and messaging fees. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans. The two for $4 Super Snack is here to be your new snack time fuel up. Conquer the day and every crave by mixing and matching any two of your favorite snacks, like pretzel sticks and a sundae, a cheeseburger and a Coke, or fries and chicken strips, and for only four bucks. That's pure snack power. Which combo will you try first? Swing by and find Snackisfaction today, only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Out here, you need to control your environment, or it may control you. You need the Kubota L2501 HST Compact Tractor. It comes with all the easy-to-use implements you need. Get the L2501 HST for as low as $149 a month with 0% APR financing for 84 months, plus a six-year limited powertrain warranty. Now through December 31st, 2019. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Visit GoKubota.com for the Kubota dealer nearest you. This is Chad Greenway of the Minnesota Vikings asking the old question, is it Duck Duck Gray Duck or Duck Duck Goose? This epic debate has brought forth the hottest, smoothest vodka in the Midwest, Gray Duck Vodka. Gray Duck Vodka is different in all the ways that matter. Gray Duck is made from Minnesota corn, it's gluten-free, and is now available all throughout Twins territory. Being from the Midwest, we have the same pride in supporting our communities, businesses, and farms as you do. That's why we distribute to places you're already gathering, the cabin, the game, your local bar, your own backyard. Gray Duck will be there. Get the duck out. The Twins appreciate those who serve our country. As a way to say thanks, every Monday through Thursday, veterans and active military members with valid IDs can receive up to four half-price Diamond Box High. Or home plate view tickets courtesy of Fox Sports North. Log on to TwinsBaseball.com slash military for more.